going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Fulfillment Podcast, where we help discover better you by finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. I'm your host, Josh. In this episode, I want to talk to you guys about the three classes of mindsets and what the fuck they are. So, getting into this, this is kind of like some, this is pretty cool stuff, actually. I really like talking about what, uh, how to like shift your mind, because if I've learned anything in the process and journey that I've taken so far, it's that it's not necessarily the money in your bank account but it's the mindset you have in terms of how well you can solve solutions, figure out, you know, solutions to problems and push yourself through barriers that uh, like inadvertently happen as you go through life. So I think I read the, uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And, uh, and one of the things they talk about in that is your ability to solve problems is directly correspondent to your happiness. When something happens to you, if you don't feel like you can solve it, you're generally gonna be a pretty pissed off person. But if you get something that happens in your life and you without a doubt know how to handle it, you're, you generally are far, far happier. So kind of thinking of them in that way, it's not necessarily the money in your bank account, it's your ability to solve the problems, it's your ability to get back to where you are. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. So what are the three classes of mindsets and what the fuck do they mean? So there's, there's really, and I want you guys, again, disclaimer on this one. It's not necessarily the money in your bank account. It's more of, it's the mindset of the individual and your ability to kind of like come up with solutions to problems that present themselves in your life, which ultimately corresponds to your level of success. Okay. So there's the poor, the poor class, the middle class and the wealthy class. Okay. So you can think of them. Money generally follows those, right? The mindsets based on where you are. But it's not necessarily the corresponding factor or the one thing that determines where you are in this. So start off with the first one. Start off with the poor. What is the poor class mindset? What are some characteristics? So you can kind of imagine, if you imagine the the guy, the beggar on the side of the street, if you drive downtown or go into a city or something, right, you got the beggars or you got the guys sitting on the side of the street panhandling. Those are people I would say associated with a poor mindset. Um, Life is against them. They're never going to have a breakthrough. Uh, they're constantly just reliant on other people. There's a victimhood type mindset that goes along with it. There's nothing that they can do to progress or do better. Typically associated with uh, like poor housing situations um, or no housing. Um, people that live in like the ghetto or you know rundown areas of a neighborhood typically have this type of mindset. And this is given to them and it's perpetuated by that concept of victimhood. You're constantly the victim and there's nothing you can do to change it. It's, it's somebody else. Somebody else is the person responsible for your level of happiness or your level of success. It's never you. So that's kind of the poor mindset, okay? So the poor mindset is very, very, very difficult to get out of. The reason it's difficult to get out of is because you don't feel like you're in control. We feel like somebody else is the person that has control of your life and it's never you that's responsible. So you can't do anything about it. It's, it's up to someone else. Now, in terms of getting out of the poor mindset or what it is that it does to you, typically money doesn't really follow somebody with a poor mindset because you're not in control, right? You, you're not the person responsible for getting the job. You're not the person responsible for making it work. You're not the person responsible for the success that you see in your life. And as a result, that directly correlates and that's a direct respondent to exactly what happens in your world. So it's, it's, it's a very difficult thing to escape, right? So that's why, that's why I always preach victimhood is the enemy of success or the enemy of fulfillment and happiness because if you're constantly a victim, you're never in control and you can never change it. You never feel like you're empowered to do better. It's always somebody else. And when you take the control out of your own hands and you put it in somebody else's, then you're, you're naturally going to feel deprived or like you're incapable. So that's the poor mindset, okay? The middle mindset or the middle class mindset. So the middle class is kind of like you have enough. 
you don't have an abundance of what you've got, right? You don't have an abundance of money or wealth or uh, your situations, right? But you have enough that'll at least pay the bills and get you by. So it's a it's a pretty broad range of being able to barely pay the bills and living paycheck to paycheck to being able to go on a few vacations a year, taking your family to a nice place once and every now and then and and do some nice stuff, right? You you generally live comfortable as long as you only spend what you're bringing in or less than, then you're going to be safe. As long as you're putting a little bit away for retirement, then you're going to be fine. You know, it's not like it's not an abundance type level, but you're at a point where everything's okay. And this here's an interesting thing too about this class. The middle class mindset is the most difficult mindset to break out of. It's the most difficult mindset to break out of, and here's why. The poor, right, the poor mindset, albeit difficult, and albeit look like everything's against you and the world's against you, but as soon as you figure out that you're in control and you can take charge, the whole thing changes because you no longer have anything to lose and you can go for it as hard as you possibly want. You hear about all these professional athletes that figure this out. You hear about all these wonderful entrepreneurs. Um, Damon John is one of them, right? He was living in the ghetto, wasn't doing very well, realized he could sell some hats, started turning his hat line, which started creating a booming business uh, into an all-around apparel line and a clothing line. And now he's on Shark Tank and he's a regular venture capitalist and he's doing really, really, really well. And he talks about how he's like, once I figured out that I could take control, there was nothing holding me back because I had nothing to lose. I could put everything out there and there was nothing holding me back on it. The middle class is different because the middle class does have something to lose. You have a steady like nine to five career. You have a job where you know you wake up Monday, you got a job you go to and you come home Friday and you're done with the week and you got the weekend to you know chill out and do whatever. And you have a steady paycheck. You can know how much money you're making every month. You know what's coming in. And as long as you budget everything properly, you're going to be totally fine. As long as you figure that out, and you have some basic level of financial understanding, then you're going to be fine. So it's, it's almost like in order to break out of this middle class mindset, you have to risk things that you're comfortable with. And it's very hard to do, especially if you have a family or a spouse, because then you're almost responsible for this other person or these other people. And you don't want to let them down. You don't want to be like, hey, we were, we were doing this well. And then if I fuck up, we could be doing, we could be doing this, this bad, right? We could be doing worse. And to know that you're at a level of okay and you sacrifice that and you're not going to have that, that's the toughest thing. And that's why the middle class mindset's the hardest one to break out of. It's because you have what you need. And in order to get to the next level, you have to risk it. You have to risk everything. You have to risk the comfort of where you're at to get to that next level. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that. I'm a product of this class. I'm a product of a middle class mindset. I came from middle class. We shut off the lights when we were done. We, we turned off the TV when we weren't in the room. We didn't run the AC. We closed, the, you know, like just all these kind of like basic scarcity mindset type things. But we had enough. We had enough to where it was never, we were never concerned about being evicted from our home. We were never concerned about, you know, not having things that we needed. It was never, money was never like a concern because we budgeted and lived within our means, but it meant we had to live with like a scarcity type mindset. So it's, it's kind of a double-edged prong, but you understand kind of where that comes from. So the middle-class mindset's the toughest one to break out of, okay? Because you, you have what you need and you don't want to sacrifice it in order to get to the next level because it's going to take you risking that to go there. So it's hard, especially if you're in a relationship or if you're, you have a family. It's, it's even more difficult because you really have to have people that support you in going to the next level. But if you don't, if you're single, like I am now, uh, it's, it's far easier to do that because you're not responsible for other people. You're kind of just risking it all on yourself 
and then that's what propels you to the next level. So that's the middle class, okay? So poor and middle class. Now let's get to the wealthy class. So the wealthy class mindset is a mindset of understanding that money is not produced by simply being lucky. You understand that you are the driving factor and you are the one that is in control of the way that you produce wealth. So you could essentially take everything away and still have the same mindset and know that you could get everything back. So you talk about like Grant Cardone went on um, Undercover Billionaire. He essentially took everything away, froze all of his accounts, took all his assets, like had no contact, had a brand new phone, like lost his name, right? They went on the show and he took they took a name away. So he had a new name so he couldn't use his fame or anything like that to, to help him go forward. But it was basically go from zero to a million dollars in 30 days, can you do it? And he, I think, came short. I think he's at like 700 something, but there's a couple other people that were also on the show that did hit it. But the interesting concept, and I think what proves this whole, this whole class description is that he comes from a wealthy class mindset. He has gotten himself to where he thinks and he knows that he is the one that's in control of the wealth and success in his life. And as a result, he was willing to take everything and give it all away and he busted his ass, did we needed to get a little bit, then started leveraging that money against other stuff, and then and then turned what he had into this massive empire, $700,000 empire in like 20, 29, 30 days, right? That's incredible. But it's not because it's not because he has money or because he has his name. It's because of his mindset and the mindset he approaches the problems he has with. It's all about understanding, and I think that's the biggest differentiation. Now, when you get into like wealthy people, right? Because a lot of times, money will follow these classes in accordance with what the mindsets predict. So the poor naturally not going to have money because they can't control their they can't control that, right? It's somebody else. The the middle class know that hey, I'm comfortable, I'm good where I'm at, and I'm going to have enough. So they do. They have just enough, but they never get more because they can't break out of this like glass ceiling that's set for them to where they don't. They don't understand that they can achieve more. They can achieve an abundance of what they have. They just they don't think they can or they don't think that way because they're comfortable where they're at. But the wealthy understand that you can do and achieve an abundance of what it is you have and you'll never have to worry about these things again. And it's not necessarily due to the money in the bank account. It's due to the mindset you have. So like, think about this, right? If it was due to the money in the, in the bank account, here's a concept. You win the lottery, right? How many people do you see that win the lottery millions of dollars all of a sudden go from nothing to millions of dollars end up broke in another month or two completely broke nothing left to them right bankrupt that's because they still have the mindset that can't handle that level of financial responsibility they're still stuck in the poor or middle class mindset to where they're not used to having an abundance and they're not able to handle the responsibility that comes with that level of wealth now when you look at somebody that inherits generational wealth let's talk about um, the Trump family, right? So he inherited a a pretty substantial real estate business from his father. But as he was growing up, he learned from his dad what it was like to leverage money, work with money, use assets, combine resources. Like he learned all these different concepts and, and things that you need to know as a wealthy individual and what the strategies are to build passive income, leveraged income, what your earned income looks like. He learned tax strategies and all sorts of just all of this good information that we should be teaching ourselves. He knew all this as a kid growing up with his father. So when he was of age and could do stuff on his own, his dad liked to work in like the lower level project, the lower level income areas and kind of make them nicer and then grow from there. Um, but it was it was very time consuming and it wasn't as uh, 
like productive, right? So the city needed to grow and needed to expand tremendously. And Trump saw, Donald Trump saw that as he could solve that solution by building high rises and moving the, the middle class people into these better type facilities and then give the, the lower sections and lower industries all the other, the wealth that they needed to start growing and building. But he knew all these things, right? He learned all this stuff. So that when he inherited this wealth and so when he started building his businesses, it wasn't all squandered. He didn't buy it on fancy cars. He didn't buy it on bullshit that wasn't going to make him any money, stuff that was just going to go out the window. You know, he, he didn't spend it on stuff that he didn't need. He started buying real estate and buildings and construction projects and all sorts of stuff that was going to bring tremendous, tremendous returns for him. So that's the, the difference and that's the level of what a wealthy class mindset does for you. Think about somebody you know who is very wealthy, who you think is a very, very wealthy person. Now, do you look at their children and at their kids and you're like, those kids are just, they're, they're, they're lucky kids. They're going to have it easy because they're, they just, their parents are wealthy. That's why they're getting the nice house or that's why they're getting the car. Or that's why they are so rich and successful, right? We all think these things. Now, think about this. You're coming from which mindset when you're thinking like that? Are you coming from a poor or middle-class mindset or a wealthy mindset? I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a wealthy mindset. You're probably coming from a poor or middle-class mindset when you're talking in those regards to somebody that's got wealth like that. Now, I can tell you right now, somebody that has wealth understands if they can hold on to it, right? If they're doing a good job, they can hold on to it. They're building it and they're, they're, they're growing. They're doing something right. They understand something different than other people do. And chances are, they're going to pass that on to their kids. If they're, if they're somebody that genuinely cares about their family and wants to see their family grow and, and be successful, they're going to pass that on to their kids. I can tell you right now, I'm going to teach my kids how to use money and how to leverage it and build assets for them so that when they get to the point where they need to leave the house, they have so many streams of income that they don't know what to do with it all. And I'll have to help them figure out how to invest this stuff, right? That's the goal. I'm not going to give my kids a new car. I'm not going to give my kids a house. I'm going to let them build the things that they need to so that when it gets to the point where they can move out of the house, they've already got all the streams of income in place and they can just buy one on their own. They don't need me. And that's the most important part. And that's the way most wealthy people think and act and teach their children these tips and secrets. It's not anything that's hard. It's just they think about problems differently than the other two classes. They understand that they're in control and that there's so much that they can do to make a difference and make a change for themselves and for their family that it's, it's, it's everything that they can do to control it. And they're not putting the responsibility off on anybody else. So understanding, if you can get to the point where you can understand that, hey, you're in control, stop looking at people that have money as evil and start looking at what they're doing that's right and how can you replicate that? What about them could be good? How can you replicate the things they're doing? I can tell you right now, if you know anybody like that and you ask them a question, they're more than not, they're going to want to help you also do the same thing. If you're like, hey, I'd really love to sit down and talk and see how you got to where you're at and, and what I can do to kind of achieve the same level of success. Chances are they're going to be more than happy to sit down with you. They may be busy and it may take a while to set up an appointment, but they are gonna be more than happy to sit down and talk. Hell, they may even sit down and tell you or text you back and tell you, hey, uh, read this book or read these books or do something and do it. Read the books. Do the things that they're asking you to do because you're going to want to get to where they're at. And if they're telling you to do that, then it's because they've done it and that's what's helped them. I can tell you right now, anybody sits down and talks with me, I'm going to refer them to Rich Dad, Poor Dad and, uh, and Unlock It and F.U. Money by uh, Dan Locke.
So I'm going to, I'm going to refer them to a few different books that I've read. And, and these books have a lot of real like relations to the mindset that you approach the problems with. And that's what I would say, because anybody that comes to me and it's funny because I get, I'll, I'll do these posts every now and then on uh, Instagram that'll say, you know, like, Hey, this is what I do. This is like my passive income streams. Check it out. Here's a house. This is how much it makes a month, you know, whatever. And I got the, you know, the house in the background and I'm kind of like walking through it, you know, one of my, one of my rental properties. And people will message me and they'll be like, oh, I'd love to learn how to do that. Yeah, like, you know, what do I need to know? I'm like, well, first of all, it's a mindset. Read this book or read these books. And if they do it, great, because they'll come back to me and they'll have the knowledge and hopefully the understanding that I need them to have in order to get them to what they're trying to do, in order to get them to the point where they're trying to achieve and, and do the things that I need them to do. But if they don't, then they and then I know they don't have that mindset. They don't have the capabilities to get to where they're trying to go to. They just, they, they're not there. They don't have the drive or the hunger yet in order to do so. And that's what a lot of these, this wealthy class mindset kind of preaches and teaches is that you have to get yourself in the mindset and the understanding and the hunger to be able to grow yourself and to get yourself to a point where you just want to grow and that's more of what you're achieving. You want to, you want to achieve growth and you want to try and help other people and you want to try and be a positive influence. Like these are the things that are going to contribute to you being wealthy and successful. These are things that wealthy mindset people have. Now there's a very interesting thing about what happens because a lot of people say people with money are evil. Money is a tool and don't ever forget that. Money has no direct correlation to good or evil one way or another. And money is a tool and is ultimately neutral. Now, with that being said, if you as a person have a character that is naturally and inherently evil, if you are a person that, um, that has not figured themselves out, does not desire to help people, having more money isn't going to make you a better person. Now, on the contrary to that, if you are a good-hearted person and you want to do good and you realize what it's like to help other people, and you get more money, you are going to inherently do good with that money. It's going to amplify the character in which you are, not in which you think you have. So you will quickly discover who you are, or other people will quickly discover who you are, just by adding more to it. So don't ever think that money is inherently evil. It's not. It's all about you as a person. People that say money is evil isn't, aren't spending it right. People that say you can have too much or money isn't... Um, Money isn't good. Don't know how to spend it. I can tell you right now, I've sent a few people on some trips. I've done some some things, and I can tell you right now, I wish I could do that for more people. I wish I could help more people get the things that they needed, and and try and and do the things for them that I want to do. But I need more money, right? I need more money to do these things. So if I had more money, then I'd be it would be cool because I feel like I could do more. So it's all about trying to acquire more but it's the mindset. So let's get back to that. So if that makes sense to you guys, right? Money isn't good or evil to get out of the mindset because that's a very limiting factor that keeps you out of the wealthy class mindset. That'll keep you in the middle and in, in poor class mindsets. If you think money is evil, let go of that concept, let go of that theory. Do not fear money. Don't do not make the excuse when you tell people, Hey, I'm starting my own business because, because I want to, I want to help people or I want to do charity or whatever. Fuck off. Stop. No, you want to make money. I want to start my own business because I want to make money. I want to have financial freedom and I want to be able to do what I want to do. That's why you want it. That's why you need, that's why you want to have the money. Get out of the mindset that money is evil and you have to come up with some excuse that it's okay and that you're trying to justify the reason you're doing it because you're a good person. Stop. That's, that's, that is you subconsciously showing yourself that you are not comfortable with money being good. You think money is evil. 
So you have to be able to let go of that and you have to be able to acknowledge and say, I'm here to make money and I'm here to do better. And that's that will alone, being able to make that change will slingshot you closer and closer to that wealthy class mindset. Being able to not be afraid of saying, I'm going after the money is fine. Now, if somebody thinks you're evil for that, let them go. Who cares? They're not at the level that you are. They are not at the level where you need them to be in order to be having a conversation with them. If there's somebody that's going to say that they're not going to get you, I can tell you that right now. They will not understand who you are and what you're trying to achieve. It's not a relationship or a person that you need to stick around or be spending an abundant amount of time with. You'll get there. You just got to let these kind of people go and understand that, that that's okay. That's okay. Not everybody's meant to come along in this journey with you. You're supposed to go on this thing and you're supposed to achieve these different success levels on your own path, not with other people. It's it's your path, right? It's your life, not other people. So be okay with letting some people go if they can't keep up with you. But I wanted to break this down for you guys. So that's the poor class, the middle class, and the wealthy class mindsets. It's not about the money in the bank account, although that usually follows. It's more about the mindset you have when you're approaching situations and your ability to understand that you could take everything away from me and I'll still make it happen. You could put me back at zero, but I know the skills and I have the mindset required to get back to where I was. So think about that. Think where you're at. Think of the way that you see money and think of, think of the way that you approach situations. Do you have an abundance mindset or are you trying to shut the lights off, trying to turn the TV off, or are you trying to turn the air off? Are you trying to do things to save money because you have a scarcity mindset? Do you think there's not an abundance of things that you have? Do you not realize how many opportunities there are around you to achieve wealth? How many different ways you can buy real estate? How many different ways you can start an online business? How many different ways you can create sales funnels to boost growth? How many different ways you can sell just knowledge that you have and things that you're good at to make money, right? There's so many different ways out there and so many opportunities. Are you seeing these opportunities or are you comfortable where you're at and you have just enough and you don't need to make any more? So think about these things. You figure out what mindset you're in. You can kind of start narrowing down how you can grow and how you can get out of it. And stop seeing other people as evil people. They're not. Not necessarily. They could be, but they're not necessarily evil people. It's just about the way you're perceiving them. Maybe that might be telling you that they're that way. Decide for yourself. Meet them in person. Ask them for your help. Chances are they're going to want to. So hope this helped, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It wasn't a super long one, but I think it's worth listening to. It's worth re-listening to because it'll help you understand kind of where you're at and what you need to do to grow to get past it. But yeah, so those are the three mindsets, the poor, the middle class, and the wealthy mindsets. Um, If you can figure out where you're at, if you can break through that glass ceiling that you're stuck in, if you're in the middle class, that is the hardest one to break through and get out of. It's it's just, it's very difficult because you have enough and you don't want to risk it. I've dealt with it. I'm still technically dealing with it. I still haven't figured it out yet, but I'm getting there and I I really feel like I'm on the right path. So um, keep going, guys. If you need somebody to be encouraging, uh, there it is. Keep going. You guys have got this. You're going to make it work. So take that for what it's worth. Thank you guys for listening. As always, check us out on Instagram at fulfillment underscore podcast. From there, you can probably find my personal. But um, yeah, shoot me a DM. Let me know what you guys like, what you don't like. As always, like, subscribe, share this episode with people that need it. And then, uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think. I'm excited to hear kind of some feedback and and see what what else you guys like, what you guys like to, uh, to hear on. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys in the next one. See ya.